Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm Mary, and as an antique dealer, I have found social media marketing to be an invaluable partner in reaching my customers. In this podcast, I'll share my insights, easy and actionable tips, and simple recommendations for my fellow antique dealers who want to grow their business. Let's get started. Well, hey, you all, welcome back to another episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm really glad you're here with me today. All right, so I wanted to record this episode as kind of an answer to a question that I receive all the time when I am teaching other antique dealers how to better utilize social media to grow their business. So I'll be, you know, teaching and rocking along with all the, you know, strategies and tips and all of that that I, you know, want to impart. And invariably, I will have some student or, you know, in a group or a private, whatever it is, say to me, okay, I I just don't have that much time on, you know, to do all this. You know, I I don't want to have my nose constantly buried in my phone, you know, doing social media. And I 1000% appreciate the, you know, kind of um, spirit of the comment. I think that, you know, rather than sort of taking offense to it or kind of rolling my eyes, I, I, I do understand that, you know, it is a big, wide, wonderful world. And there's a lot that we can all spend our time doing that is you know, edifying and interesting and, and engaging in the world and learning and all of that that has absolutely nothing to do with our noses and our phones. I 100% respect that. But I also know that a lot of us spend time mindlessly scrolling on social media, and I don't know that we even really register how much time we spend doing that. You know, I mean, Let's be honest, these social media platforms are designed to suck us in and keep us there and kind of, you know, keep us, you know, hitting likes and scrolling and all of that. And so this is sort of my counter to, you know, that expression of frustration of, you know, I don't want to find myself constantly with my nose in my phone, like I'm a, you know, teenage girl or something. So here, here's my response. It's like anything else in life. You have to have healthy habits when you do anything. And being on your phone and engaging in social media to market your business does sort of put you at risk of finding yourself mindlessly scrolling um, if you don't sort of establish a healthy habit ahead of time. And so what I want to talk about in today's episode is some healthy habits that you can establish for yourself that will 1,000% help you better market your business, grow your following, gain more followers, which at the end of the day, followers are our next, you know, potential customer. And if you develop these healthy habits 
then the time that you spend on social media will be, you know, purposeful. It will be um, with a goal in mind, and it will be a good use of your time. Okay, so let's walk through these together. And I think once we kind of get into this episode, you'll understand a little more deeply what I'm talking about. So first of all, one of the important, I guess, truths about social media is that you have to give in order to receive. So let me unpack that. All of us want to see our followers grow. We want to see the number of likes that we get on any post grow. We want to see people commenting on our posts. You know, we want that um, kind of gratification and also sort of, you know, I guess it's sort of like a stamp of approval that what we are putting on social media is interesting and engaging. And so the, the hard numbers of how many followers we have, how many likes we get, how many comments we get is, is you know, kind of one of the ways that we quantify how um, good, quote, good our content is. But one of the things you have to remember is that you have to give love in order to receive love. And so you have to spend time on social media engaging with other accounts if you expect for others to engage with your accounts. So here is a healthy habit. I would encourage you to set a timer on your phone for, you know, I don't know, 10 minutes. Don't go longer than 10 minutes. 10 minutes is plenty of time. And let those 10 minutes be nothing but you scrolling in your feed liking and commenting on posts that are um, made by people that you feel like could be your potential customer or maybe other businesses in your area. Um, Anybody who um, is kind of in your community, if you spend 10 minutes every day liking and commenting then that's going to do several things for you. First of all, the algorithm is going to notice that you are spending time doing more than just putting out your own content. The algorithm wants to see us giving and receiving. So the algorithm is going to notice and that will be, you know, kind of a check mark in the positive column when the algorithm, you know, makes decisions about how broadly it is going to distribute your content. So that's one benefit of liking and commenting on other people's accounts. The other benefit is that the account owners are going to notice. You know, if you are you know, liking and commenting on, I don't know, I'm just making this up, like your local newspaper, well, over time, they're going to notice that you're always liking and commenting, and that may motivate them to return the favor. Now, I mean, there's no guarantee that this other account is going to return the favor, but I certainly no- notice those accounts that are always really engaging with what I'm putting out there, and I really do try to return that favor if they're a business. If, you know, they're just a person that's just on on social media, I don't worry about it. But if I know it's another antique dealer or an antique mall or another business in my community, and I notice that they're making an effort to engage with my content, then I absolutely will return the favor. And hopefully the same thing will happen for you. The third benefit is, believe it or not, you all, people pay attention to the accounts that are dropping comments 
Um, and I know that seems kind of weird, but let me kind of talk you through that. So let's say that, I don't know, um, an antique dealer posts a picture of a Majolica plate and say there's 10 accounts that comment on that plate. Well, there's people out there who are looking at who's dropping those comments and they're looking at, at those accounts to assess who those people are. Are they, you know, are they um, other antique dealers in the area? Are they collectors? Are they other shop owners? I mean, you can really learn a lot about who's engaging with content by kind of looking at the accounts that are dropping comments. And I very often have looked at who's commenting on a particular post. And if somebody's comment catches my eye or the name of their account catches my eye, a lot of times I'll click on that to kind of check their account out and see who they are, see what their deal is. Um, you know, it's kind of a way of broadening my community on Instagram. And a lot of other people do the same thing. So having your name, your account name, you know, be um, visible as somebody who made a comment can be very powerful um, for those of us who are kind of looking and seeing who's doing liking and commenting. So those are kind of three benefits for um, spending about 10 minutes a day liking and commenting. And if you will do that over time, you will begin to see that other people are engaging more with your posts. So I think that's a positive thing. And this this is a healthy habit, whether it is on Instagram or Facebook, either one, doesn't matter. The I think my counsel um, is equally valid either platform. Let me offer one word of caution for you all as far as spending 10 minutes liking and commenting. If you open up your Facebook, um, Facebook or Instagram app and set your timer and set a goal of kind of liking as many posts as you possibly can in 10 minutes, you are really running the risk of the algorithm flagging you as a bot. And what will happen is you'll get a notification that will pop up and say, you've reached something like you've reached the maximum um, amount of posts you can like, and your account has been suspended. And the suspensions can last for a few minutes up to a few days. So you definitely do not want to kind of just like rapid fire, like as many um, accounts as you can. I think the thing that will, you know, kind of slow your roll a little bit is to combine liking and commenting because you can't blow through a jillion accounts in 10 minutes if you're taking the time to comment. If you're only liking, you can, you know, kind of get going quickly. And then because of that repetitive action happening by your account, the algorithm's going to go, hang on a second, who is this? And I don't want that to happen to you all. Another healthy habit that you want to, you want to definitely adopt is making sure that your comments are three words or more. It's really easy, I know, just to comment and say love or yay or awesome or beautiful, you know, whatever it is. But the reason you don't want to do that is there's a lot of bots or robots out there that are um, programmed to drop one word comments. And all social media platforms are constantly, you know, kind of um, combing through their platform, trying to remove bots from the platform. And so, 
you don't want to have a one word comment come across as like a red flag that maybe you could be a bot. So just get in the habit of your comments being through more words. So it doesn't have to be, you know, crazy long. You could say, that is beautiful or what a beautiful plate. You know, you don't have to write, you know, war and peace or anything in your comment, but three or more words is um, definitely um, my recommendation. And an emoji, you all, does not count as a word. (laughs) I've had people ask me that before. I really mean, when I say three words, I really mean three words, okay? And then feel free to add on an emoji if you want to. Uh, But definitely three words or more when you're dropping a comment. So that's another healthy habit. My third healthy habit is a little bit of an overlap with what I said for the giving and receiving. But set a timer for yourself when you are on social media, not to create your own post, but when you open up your phone, you know, set a timer and, you know, make yourself get off when your timer goes off. But while you're on, let your time on the platform be time that you're working, you know, find those accounts of, you know, people that are in your industry and spend 10 minutes looking at their posts, liking and commenting, you know, spend 10 minutes liking and commenting other businesses in your in your community. I know that it's real tempting to want to just scroll and you know, look at you know what our our neighbor posted about what their dog is doing today or you know I don't know whatever the other fluff is, but the more you can really discipline yourself to let your 10 minutes set on a timer to be real intentional 10 minutes, the more I think you're going to feel that your time on social media is not a waste of time. And it certainly will be um, time spent working as opposed to time spent kind of mindlessly scrolling. Another healthy habit is to get in the habit of saving posts that you see that you find really either interesting or inspirational. Maybe it's something that you would like to emulate. And let me, and I can use the word copy um, or duplicate. Let's be honest, you all, there's, you know, all of us are looking at social media, seeing somebody do something and then um, adopting it or adapting it to what it is we're doing or selling. All the time when I am, you know, doing my 10 minutes of kind of intentional scrolling, I spend a lot of time looking for reels that I think are really engaging and interesting. And it doesn't necessarily matter to me what the genre is. It could be a food blogger. It could be another antique dealer. It could be, you know, a a fashion influencer. It doesn't matter. But if I'm really looking for interesting music, interesting transitions, whatever I'm looking for, and then I think about, okay, how can I morph this into showcasing what I'm selling? So let me um, explain to you all how you save a post. This this would be the portion of the programming where you are welcome to get out your phone. If you would like to, I normally tell my students, please do not open up your phones um, while I'm teaching because then we all get sucked in and nobody hears anything I'm saying. But if you want to hit pause for a second and get out your phone and then hit play again, this might be a good thing for you to look at while I'm explaining. So if you will open up your phone to Instagram, um, this does not work the same way on Facebook. I'm talking about Instagram here. And if you'll simply look at a post in your feed, whichever one pops up first, it doesn't make any difference. 
If you look at um, the post, you'll see that in the bottom right-hand corner, right underneath the image, there's a little, it's like a little white ribbon. It's like a bookmark. That's really what the, um, what that icon is, is it's a bookmark. If you'll touch it, it will turn to black. And that means that you have saved that post, okay? And you can, um, you can save reels and you can save posts. And if you will get in the habit of doing that, then let me, um, I've got my phone open. I will tell you all exactly where you go to find those again. So to find your saved posts, the things that you've saved, because you want to go back and refer to them later, if you will look at your account, so your, your name is up at the top and your, um, you know, your um, icon is at the top and your um, bio's at the top. So you, you're, lo- you're not in your home feed. You're looking at your account. If you look at the top right-hand corner, you will see three lines. That's industry-wide. That's called the hamburger. If you'll touch the hamburger, it will open up a menu. And if you'll look down about four or five lines down, you'll see the word saved with that little bookmark icon. And if you will touch it, it will open up all of the posts that you have saved. So that's where you find them. Okay. So get yourself in the habit of saving. If you find a, um, a post that you think is really interesting for whatever reason, you know, that can be kind of part of your work as you were scrolling on Instagram to, you know, save those posts. Cause this is for sure. We're not going to remember what somebody did. And I mean, I don't, you know, my brain's not that good. Maybe yours is, but I, I think because there's, we're being bombarded by so much content, it's really hard to remember when we see something we think, oh, that looks, that image looks good. Or I like the way they wrote that caption. Maybe you want to save a post because you want to think about the hashtags that they used. Maybe they're using some hashtags that you hadn't thought about before. There's a lot of reasons why you might want to save a post. So that's how you do that. So that's another kind of healthy habit is to save those things that are instructive to you or that you might want to, you know, emulate or duplicate using your own, um, you know, your own content. The last habit that I want to encourage you to adopt is to follow hashtags in the same way that you follow accounts. Let me tell you why you want to do this, and then I will talk you through how to do this. So an example might be, you know, antique dealers of Instagram is a hashtag. And I think it's real interesting to look at all of the posts that are organized underneath that hashtag. And if you're not really clear about what a hashtag is or how it works, then in the show notes of this episode, I will link to a previous podcast episode explaining exactly what a hashtag is, how they work. But I like to look at hashtags that are in my industry or hashtags that are the same type of material that I'm selling. And I will then look at all of the posts that are organized underneath that hashtag. Because again, that's very instructive for me. It it's, helps me see how people are photographing what they're selling. It helps me look at how they're describing what they're selling. I, you know, um, sometimes people put prices. It's interesting for me to see how people are pricing things to the degree that they do that. Um the hashtags that they're using. So there's a lot of reasons why you might want to follow a particular hashtag. So let me tell you how to go about doing that. Open up your phone. Again, this is Instagram. And if you will be in your home feed, 
which means that the little house in the black and the bottom left hand corner is black. That means you're in your home feed. Okay. Then you're going to touch the magnifying glass icon that is right next to the home icon. That's the universal icon for search, which I'm sure y'all know. So touch that little magnifying glass and you will then be taken to what's called the explore page. Instagram has changed a lot of its terminology over the last year or so. This is now called the explore page. So at the top, you will see a gray bar that says search. So type in whatever um, term you would like to um, look at as far as it being a hashtag. Okay. So you're going to type that in and then hit the word search down at the bottom right hand corner. And then a new screen will pop up. And what you're going to see is Instagram is going to give you a bunch of account recommendations, including that word, but that's not what you're looking for. We're looking for the hashtag. So right underneath the search bar at the top, you'll see a row of icons. You're going to see the hamburger on the left. You're going to see the little person icon. You're going to see the music icon, and then you're going to see the hashtag icon. So touch the hashtag icon, and then you will then be taken to a new page, and you're going to see every hashtag that includes that particular word that you are researching or looking for, okay? So you can choose the first one, or if the first one is not exactly what you were looking for, let's say you typed in the word apple, but what you really wanted was apple pie, scroll down till you find apple pie, whatever. So you're going to touch the hashtag that is matching what you were looking for, You'll be taken to a new screen, and then at the top, it'll show you a number, which is basically how many accounts have used that hashtag, which is going to kind of tell you a lot about how popular that hashtag is, how um, frequently used it is. And then you'll see a blue bar underneath it that says follow. So touch the word follow, and you are now following that particular hashtag. So what that means is when you're in your home feed, the algorithm is always showing us who we are following, both accounts and hashtags. So you will start to see over time in your home feed, um, you may, there may be a post and you'll think, oh, that's weird. I'm not following that account. But if you look under the account name, it may be because they used that hashtag that you're following. And that's why the algorithm showed it to you. So that will kind of help populate your home feed as far as accounts that you're going to be seeing that are really going to be helpful and instructive to you. So that's kind of another healthy habit is to not only follow um, accounts, but to follow hashtags that industry-wise could be helpful to you. All right, so those are five pretty simple healthy habits for social media. Again, the goal is you know, the five or 10 minutes we spend actually creating our post or our story or our reel or whatever it is, that is work that we are doing for our business. We are um, engaged in marketing, but let's let the other time that we are spending on social media also be beneficial to our work. If we're going to, you know, sit down, plop down on the couch at night while we're watching, you know, some show on Netflix and we're scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on Facebook, well, let's let that time be intentional. Let's let that time help us grow our accounts. Let's let that time help us grow 
our knowledge of what's happening on the platforms. Let's let that time help us improve how we put our own content on the platforms because we are kind of searching for best practices and um, social media posts that resonate with us so that we can emulate them. All right, you all, that's all I have for you today. I really hope this episode has been helpful to you. I appreciate you being here with me and I will look forward to talking to you again soon.